Shut up, Richard. Hey everyone, and welcome to Animate the World, a show about two friends and their love letter to animation in all its wonderful forms. I'm your co-host, Kelly Smimo. And me, I'm Richard Minari. Richard, what's our question of the week? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was trying to think of a question about America because we just, or like July 4th is today. Um, but I couldn't really think of one. But just let, just I want everyone to know, um, if we could talk about anime hot dogs, hamburgers, and flags... We would be. Um, but instead, <laughs> I kind of want to hear a little bit about which anime character would you like to be your best friend? My best friend? Yeah, your best friend. Or at least a very good friend. Huh. A very good, what anime character would I want to be my very good best friend? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's tough. Because I like a lot of bad people. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want them. At- <gasps> Wait, I want Makoto to be my best friend. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Makoto Tachibana is a perfect boy. Not boring, like some of you might think, is one of the main characters in Free or Swimming Anime. Um, and he is like a very, he's like the mom of the group where he kind of takes care of everyone and he's always worrying about everyone, but he's also, like, kind of a scaredy cat, even though he's a giant man. <laughs> and I don't know. He's just so sweet and seems, like, fun. And, like, he just goes along with the group. And I, I love it. He seems he's like he'd be a great man. mom friend. Like, classic yeah, mom friend who looks after everyone, makes sure everyone's got enough snacks and water. Mm, they're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Though then again, I tend to fill that role in a lot of groups, too, so maybe that would be bad. Oh, two mom friends. That can lead to some chemistry problems. Yeah, then it would become like a PTA mom fight, where I'm like, Helen, I'm in charge of the big goods. (laughs) Fight to the death. Your meatballs were always terrible, Makoto. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but he was the first one I thought of because my eyes locked with his on my wall. (laughs) I'll keep thinking of maybe a, a backup, but right now that's my answer. You go, Richard. You, so I thought a lot about this. And I think the character who I'd love to be like really good friends with and like do lots of things with would probably be um oh, what's his name? Wow. <laughs> oh, of course, Lelouch from Code Geass. What? Well, so okay, hear me out. Now he no. has, he, he is kind of a bad person. He did some <laughs> questionably immoral things, but also he has mind control powers, which like, I wouldn't like to have the burden of the Gios, but also to have someone near me who could do it. That would be kind of And do it really on good. you? Okay, so maybe he would do it on me, but like, I also kind of would like to think that we would be such good friends that he would, you know, respect our relationship and not do that to me. Mm-hmm. But also, knowing him, he uses it, like, on everything that moves, really. Like, either on purpose or by accident. 
Um, and so, you know, I would be okay with that, though, because I would, well, I don't know if he'd tell me. I'd, I'd hope that he'd tell me. I mean, it depends on how good <laughs> friends we are. But, yeah, he, he is also very wealthy, too. So you're in it for the, you want him to be your sugar best friend. Yeah, sugar best friend. My sucrose, my sucrose somebody. Your, yeah, there's no S word for there's, friend. Nope, there isn't. Your. Sunny. <laughs> your glucose guardian. Yes. <laughs> oh, mm, ah, he's in high school. I wouldn't, he wouldn't be my glucose guardian. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, who would I want to be my best friend? My second thought was to pick Diana from Royal <gasps> Witch Academia because she's also really rich, um, <laughs> but she's also a witch and like magical, and I love her. But again, she's like stern and like I don't know. Maybe I want a rule breaker friend because I'm not a rule breaker and I need so someone to push me. You know. Mm-hmm. Think about that chemistry between. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, because, like, I want to get into shenanigans that I won't normally wouldn't get into. Well, so here's the thing. Would you like being friends with Akko from that same anime? No. Or would you not like that? <laughs> I think, I love Akko, but I think I couldn't only be around her for ten minutes. Yes, same. <laughs> Before I'm like, all right, I'm done. Let's go. I'm leaving. That was Goodbye, fun. everyone. Uh, wait, you know what? Maybe I want to be friends with Leorio. <gasps> He'd be good friend, wouldn't he? He's, first of all, he's closer to my age. Because by the end of the series, he's 21. Mm-hmm. And unlike anyone else I've mentioned. <laughs> and two, he's really silly, but also serious and passionate. And um, kind of a dummy, but but in a, in, a, in a wholesome way. Not like in an annoying way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he cares a lot about his friends. And also, he's getting a doctoral degree, so he's going to make that money. And he's a hunter. So, yeah, maybe Leorio. Why did Hunter x Hunter never show Leorio in med school? I really want to see that. Um, They show him studying in his room. That's true. That's true. I forgot about that. I want to see him, like, taking exams. and (laughs) We did watch him take an exam. It was the first art. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's harder, do you think? Getting your hunter's license or getting your medical license? Um, I need to... Do you have magical children helping you? Ooh, that's a good question. Do I have magical lightning children and punching guys? <laughs> Ooh, you know who I want to be my friend? Kilua from Hunter x Hunter. Do you want his emotional baggage, though? Ooh, Good point. It took him a while to actually become good friends with, like, to get over his stuff with Gone. Yeah. I mean, like, I love Kilua. I don't know if I'd want him as a best friend, because I don't like fighting. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all he ends up really doing, isn't it? That is what they bond over, is the fighting. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I prefer taking my stuff from, like, more... I guess that's why I gravitated to, like, Makoto. I thought about, like, a character from Haikyuu, but couldn't really think of a good best friend from there. I don't know. I, like, I don't want something too fantastical, because I'm a wimp, baby. I think I'd really like Pigtails as a friend. She's (gasps) super sweet. She is. Wait, I want Scarf. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> we can't talk about that show anymore. It's too now long. there's a too gag long. rule. <laughs> no more slope kids ever again. Ever again. We can't ever again. Wow, why would you hit me with the best friend question after watching a show about best friends? Oh god. How could you do this to me? Who do you think you are? I am me. Running around leaving scars. Oh, 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 speaking of best friends, I want young I want young Satoru from uh, Erased to be my oh, friend. He's a good boy. He's a good friend. He is a good friend. Wait, okay, wait. Can I modify the question? Where, Who are the best friend duos in anime? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Gon Kilu are definitely amazing oh, yeah. best friends. Except until the end when Gon completely ruins it. Oh. But until then, they're real solid best friends. Mm-hmm. You know? And totally mm-hmm. not gay. <laughs> Absolutely not. That'd be crazy. Yeah, saying the lines, Gone, you are light. Sometimes you shine so bright, I have to look away. Oh. It's a very Super hetero thing to say. Yep, just bros being About bros. your buddy. Um, I just really like all the kinds of different friendships mm-hmm. in the world. Like, I love, okay, I love childhood friend trope mm-hmm. so much. It brings me so much happiness when, like, two characters in the show are just so completely comfortable with each other and know each other so well. And it's like, oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good, Richard. Mm-hmm. Feels very good. Feels very nice. Yeah. Like, for example, like, Makoto again with Haru. Like, they've been friends since they were little, and they're very different personalities. But they know each other so well, they can read each other's minds. And they're just so chill. It's like they don't need to try to be friends because they're like, yeah, we're friends. And that's never going to change. And I love it. Sort of like Hisoka and Illumi at some point. (laughs) Yeah, where they're just like, yeah, we're buds, I guess. (laughs) Even though friends are illegal. Friends are illegal to the the, the killing family. When has Hisoka ever obeyed laws? Ugh, he should. That guy should be arrested. (laughs) Or, like, Iwaizumi and Oikawa's friendship, where they're, like, always... It seems like they're always fighting, but it's because they love each other so much. And there's just always that, like, base understanding of, like, we cool. And I dig it. I love subtle friendships like that. Mm -hmm. Love it. What about Onoda and everyone he meets? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Bike anime friendships are so good. Richard, the newest bike anime episode which was the last one for season three, absolutely killed me because it involved a character starting to die. And I was like, Onoda's going to show up and catch him. Just wait. And Onoda hadn't been in an episode for three episodes. And then, bam, Onoda just swings by and saves him. (laughs) And I started crying. Yes, Onoda. Everyone loves Onoda, and so do I, because he's best boy. (laughs) And that's great. I love those shows where everyone immediately falls in love. With, like, the one character and is like, wow, this is our son now and we have to protect it. <laughs> with, like, Onoda and Yamushi Pedal or, like, Hinata and Haikyuu. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Gone in Hunter x Hunter. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone loves Gone. Everyone does love Gone. Yeah, except for the dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dad does not like, does not like Gone. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, friendship is great. Friendship is great. I really like that we talk about friendship so much on this podcast. I forgot about the best friendship ever what? in Orange. Oh, no. 
everyone in Orange. Oh, is... no. Okay, Orange has literally the best friend group dynamic in any anime I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. They like, Orange is a show about suicide, trigger warning. Um, but this friend group, this ride or die friend group, they're very different. And yet it's never like they're forcing the friendship on you. It's like so easy and so natural how they interact with each other, even though they're so different from each other. And, like, you can tell just how much they care about each other. And it is such a lovely friendship to see blossom throughout the show. Mm-hmm. Just that beautiful underlying understanding that we, we got you back no matter what. And, like, how easy it is to integrate into this friend group. Like, the the new character is a transfer student and you just immediately envelop him into their, like, bond. And it's just, oh, it's so good. It's so good. And over the show, they learn to be, like, to, like take that friendship and go a little couple steps further and it's all just mm-hmm. very nice it's so nice mm-hmm. i adore orange mm-hmm. it destroyed me it destroyed us all <laughs> oh friends best friend mm-hmm. what other good best friend nichijo friends are best friends in my oh my mind. god <laughs> that's true they like hanging out and they like hitting each other a lot <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> That's oh, me thinking. Is it is that what your thinking noise is? Because mm-hmm. I hate it. Because this is why you don't think often, isn't it? My brain is being used. Um, I can't think of anything. Yeah, I think oh, those well. those are good friends. Those are good friends. Alright, now it's time for Where's my music cue? Crud, my melodic is back at home. Um <laughs> Kelly's current corner. <laughs> that was awful. Alright, I already spoiled bikes. Bikes was great. It's the series is over. We ended right at the end, almost at the end of day one of Inner High. Season four has been confirmed though, so we're fine. But it was very much a lackluster finale. Like it was a good episode, but not a good like last episode. I don't know when season four is coming out. I just know it's been confirmed. And I'm excited about it because like I love it. Um, there was no new Boku no Hero episode this week because they went on a little short hiatus, but it'll come back next week. I'm really pumped about it because I'm really upset about what's happening. Richard, are you caught up on Boku no Hero? I don't know. I I guess not. Do you Wait. know what happened to Ida? No, no, I don't know what happened to Ida. Okay, well, <laughs> so much pain. There's a lot of pain. And now they're the the festival's over, and it's time to go get internships. <laughs> Inter? Oh, are you going into the business world? That's exciting. Yeah. So all the kids have separated to go on their little internships during the break, and I'm really excited for Midoriya's internship. Oh, because it looks like it'll be a lot of fun. Oh, and I love All Might, and I loved All Might's reaction to who he's being assigned to. So. Oh boy. Yay. Who Midoriya is being assigned to. Um, so I'm really pumped for Boku no Hero. It's one of the shows that will be continuing into the summer and something I'm super grateful for. Yay! <laughs> on this 4th of July. And let me just... I want to just... I just want to say that, you know, there's always an anime of the year, you know? Where you're like, wow, 
that anime changed me that year. And, you know, usually you kind of figure out retrospectively and decide, like, what anime did that to you, you know? And it might be a little too early in July to say <laughs> what the anime of the year is. But I don't care because Little Witch Academia is anime of the year. Officially. I have declared it. I have decreed it. It is. Um, and there is no room to argue. Um but yeah, uh, to say the least, Little Witch Academia ended this past week, and it ended with a bang and with an amazing last episode, like everything I could have ever wanted. Um, still no wedding, but you know, we can't mm-hmm. have everything. But like everything else that I could have reasonably wanted happened, and it was just so beautifully animated, such a good fight scene. So much good magic, so much good friendship, so much good payoff, so much character development. And it's just like, oh, I love it. I love it, Richard. I got texts from multiple people saying, why are you not cut up? I'm crying about the ending to this anime. So I'm very excited to catch up. It's so good. Like, the character development in Little Witch Academia has been absolutely stellar. And I love, like, I love slow burn kind of... um, character development where it like takes a while for you to see the effects of things but you can still pinpoint where the changes are um and like also how like kind of the jokes at the beginning turn out to be like serious issues like haha Akko can't fly that's so funny (laughs) oh wait there's an actual underlying issue here that is actually really upsetting and is like revealed later on and it's like oh my god i thought this was just like a running gag that akko's dumb and can't fly no it's like not you know it's just really good i don't want to spoil things but it's like really good reveal or like i feel like the character of diana who's like the rival rich snobby kid is one that's in a lot of shows and i don't think it's done it's given justice in a lot of shows But in Little Witch Academia, they do it so beautifully, like her redemption arc kind of where she like, she's never been a bad kid. Like, I think a lot of times that character trope or that character archetype is treated like an evil character, you know, like Mm -hmm. they don't care about other people or they like they only care about their image or, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they're just malicious towards the um the, the main character or whatever. But, like, Diana's never that. She's just this other kid who's better at magic than Akko because she's just been trained in that. And she also kind of sees a lot of herself in Akko, a lot of the parts that she kind of shut off and it, she kind of resents that. But, like, it's never enough to be malicious towards the girl. And, like, when she needs help, she helps her. And it's, like, when their relationship grows so beautifully and they become such good friends by the end of it in such a natural progression of, like, well, neither of them really had a barrier against each other. They're just you know, two people, there's no like, like, oh no, but she's evil thing to overcome. She's just like another girl. And now that I've spent more time with her and understand her better, I get her. And that's a two way street that they both go on. And it's great. And I love it. Mm-hmm. She's like a more nicer and like less caricaturized Draco Malfoy. Yeah. Which I like a lot. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and also they take a character like Andrew, who I immediately disliked because I was very scared mm-hmm. of a male character suddenly being introduced in a way that was, like, oh, look at this, like, marriageable person. Like, oh, no, oh Akko and him are definitely going to fall in love. And I was like, <laughs> no, that's not what this show should be about. Like, I don't <laughs> like it. Um, and turning this snobby character into someone who, like, 
fully changes his opinions on witches through like a very natural course and natural friendship with the main character that stays strictly as friendship the whole time. And I read an interview with um, one of the creators where like one of the interviewers was like, so when are Akko and Andrew going to, you know, and the, and the interviewer was like, well, we initially thought about doing that, but then we realized that wouldn't serve Akko's purpose at all because we want her to be fighting for herself. So we just see them as like a guy, guy friendship. And I'm like, yes. Yes. Good yes. on them. Okay. All right. And it, it's clearly that mm. in the show as it progresses. But I was very worried at the beginning, which Absolutely. made me like dislike Andrew. But then, like the more I saw him, I was like, okay, Andrew's like actually a good boy. And I can't hate him just because of fear. Um, and I do love Andrew. I the last episode, I was like, oh, Andrew, I love you so much. I love everyone so much. They humanize the villain. They, like, keep... All the characters have flaws that are, like, you know, they have to deal with. Like, ah, oh, Shiny Chariot's flaws are so good. Like, I don't know. I just love the show, and I need to stop talking about it. It was such a good time. It's on I, Netflix now. Yeah, that's what it's on Netflix. It's so exciting. I'm going to tell everyone to watch it. Yeah, I hear the subs are a little lazy. Oh, no. Um, like, I heard some people complaining that, like, the s- subtitles don't match the Blu-ray, official Blu-rays, and mm. that the fan subs match the official Blu-rays better. Oh. So, Netflix might have been lazy, I don't know. Um, but it's on Netflix in English, French, Spanish, like, in a bunch of languages dubbed, too. Oh. I don't know how good they are. I listened kind of to the French one and was laughing a lot, because they called Juan's baguette. <laughs> Mon baguette! <laughs> I don't know, whatever. It was funny. Um, but yeah, it's just some weird translations that you kind of get. Like like the big quote in Little Witch Academia, according to the official subs and like the fan subs, has always been, um, never forget a believing heart is magic. Um, and that's like a, a theme that carries out throughout the show. But in like the English, they say it's like, it is through your heart that believing is magic or something like some weird way to phrase it. Mm. I forget, but so things like that, but I still think it's fine. And like watching it on Netflix supports the show. So go for it. Going to have to rewatch it on Netflix. Here we go. Yeah. I was, I have some friends who are doing that, but like watching it, the dub and being like, this is so weird. But yeah. Also, I changed my mind for my new anime best friend. Oh, it's definitely, um, Diana's like cronies. I definitely (laughs) want like good cronies who like are like really, rude to my enemies and like (laughs) um like just like follow me around and say yes to everything i do and just hype me up all the time yeah i want hype i want a hype man who like is just cruel to everyone who like stands in my way that's what i really want out of friends okay that's another thing i really appreciate about little witch academia is that even the cronies have their own little redemption art where it's like they're not they're not just like mean to everyone around them they like just care a lot about diana and don't like people making fun of her so they like take the offensive because like when akko does something really nice for diana they literally go out to her and say like hey thanks for doing that and it's like wow yay i like it when people are people (laughs) in that case i don't want them i don't want a three-dimensional character as my friends (laughs) Oh my god. No, but it was so... It's such a good show, guys. Okay, good, good. It's such a good show. It just puts a smile on my face all the time. (laughs) And I adore it. The end.
I'm done. I'm over it. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. That's Carrie Lee's current corner. It's all I care about. <laughs> Blark. I'm really sad to see it go, but it went with such a good bang that I don't even mind. That is so good. Okay, yeah. I'm really pumped for the ending. Yeah, it's really good. It's all oh, the animation is so good. Mm. Diana and Akko's friendship is so good. I love it. I love it. It's, Richard, we have to move on. I'm gonna okay, just... okay. Is it time to talk about the summer season? It's time to start about the bud. Yeah. It's time <laughs> to start it, talking about the summer season. Is your beach bod ready? Because the sun is out and the anime is fresh and hot off the grill. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, like we kind of explained last time, animes run on a season base. So there's like four season runs. And usually the big ones are spring and fall because that's usually when the big 25 episodes start. So that's when you get a lot of your main stuff. Um, while winter and summer are more of like your shorter things or like not as hyped stuff. Um, which you can tell. Mm. Uh, I had a lot of difficulty looking through this list and coming up with things I was excited about. Can I say I had a great time going through this list, looking at the descriptions, and then looking at the previews, and then just ripping them to shreds in my notes? Yes! Like, I honestly did not expect how much stuff I had feelings and thoughts about. All right, Richard, you start off. What's your first thing you want to talk about? Okay, well, so let's start with one that I thought was just, I was not happy about. Uh, this one's called uh, Kakegurui. Um, Kakegurui? Kakegurui. Um, Gurui. I want to find it. Kakegurui. Okay, I see it. Yeah. Oh, uh, great. So it's about these students who like um, they go they they go to this fancy nice school and like instead of having sports and clubs after classes they have gambling and <laughs> the school loves gambling and it's a big casino and that's what they do and at first I'm like gambling as a, as a club that sounds like so much fun um, so I watched the preview on uh, YouTube and at first I was like the art seemed cool the the OP was really cool and jazzy and nice I was like okay this has a whole nice cool vibe but then there was a panty shot. And then there were three panty shots and it quickly turned into um, like these young high school girls getting very like excited about um, gambling. And and it was I quickly got like turned. I just stopped halfway through and could not finish the rest of the trailer because I was like this immediately turned into what I should have expected it would become. Um, right. So yeah. um, I would not recommend checking this show out. I, you know what? When I see the 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 poster for it, I can immediately know why you clicked on it because it has a huge persona vibe. Yeah, no, absolutely, it definitely gave off a persona. Her hair is really cool. Mm-hmm, yeah. On the like, poster, there's a girl with really long black hair that wraps around a lot of the characters. It doesn't say it's etchy, but really? but the thumbnail for the video <laughs> tells me otherwise because it's a girl <laughs> with like seven fingers in her mouth, just like sucking. Yeah, it. I'm like, great. So right. um, my rec um, is to not do that. So in a similar vein, I was clicking around and I like literally could not find anything I was excited <laughs> about. But I like, so you know me, I enjoy slice of life. I enjoy sports anime, you know, that chill stuff. And I saw this one poster that looked kind of cute. And it was for Hitori Jime, My Hero. 
Um, and it looked like, I don't know, slice of life kind of thing. Um, and then I clicked on it and I saw like, ah, it's shown an eye. And I'm like, okay, well, Kelly, it's 2017. Maybe anime is different now. So, and because shown an eye tends to not be great about depicting same-sex relationships because they're mostly geared toward a female audience and more about like fetishizing and kind of mirroring like a heterosexual relationship by like making one guy really fem like it's gross whatever um but I decided to watch the trailer and I'm really (laughs) glad I did because I want everyone to watch this trailer (laughs) because it starts off really normal and like whatever like chill kind of like nice little upbeat music as these characters meet and it's like nice animation and then suddenly the music swells and people are screaming and it's like drama what (laughs) and it's like this huge 180 shift in tone like in the middle of the video and it's like there's not even necessarily that many like bad things happening on the screen it's just this dramatic music swell a la ghibli and like dark scenes and like screaming and like sad whispering and it's like absolutely ridiculous. And then it ends with like a sad piano tune. And I'm like, what the hell did I just watch? The so synopsis. I highly just... recommend everyone go. It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm not gonna watch it, but I really recommend <laughs> watching the trailer. <laughs> Cause it's so bad. Okay, I definitely have to check that out because this. Um, but I don't hate the character designs, especially for a shonen eye. Like they look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like usually shonen eyes are pretty cheaply made, um, and like have a certain style to them that I find kind of unappealing. Like with one character having like huge moe, you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and like the big chin or whatever. But like these character designs, and I like the poster. But no, not gonna watch it. But <laughs> the trailer is hilarious. <laughs> So speaking of same-sex relationships that are not portrayed in a great light, um, I think Net- I know which one you're going to talk about. <laughs> Is it Netsuzo Trap? <laughs> oh my god. Um, so the description says like it talks about these girls who like um, they're childhood friends and they um, they're starting they're getting to that age where they're starting to get into like serious they're going steady with boys, um, and they start to have this relationship behind their boyfriend's backs where like it gets intimate. I was like. Okay, um, that seems interesting. But then I saw the art, and um, <laughs> boy, do, are their eyes, they're just the size of their hands. They're just big old things. And I just very much got the sense that it was very much for the male gaze. Like, mm. they have so many booby shots in it. And, like, there's... I mean, the poster is them with their shirts off hugging. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. A funny story about this. I've actually read the manga for this. <laughs> really? Well, so I had just finished Asagao something something, which is a fantastic Yuri anime about like an actual good like portrayal of a lesbian relationship. And this was like in the recommended list. So I was like, huh. So I started reading it and it's so bad. It's so bad, you guys. Because like the concept itself I find kind of interesting where it's like these two girls have boyfriends because they feel like they need to. But then they realize that they like each other more. And I was like, oh, there's a lot of potential here. And it's so bad, you guys. Mm. Because what it ends up being is, like, the black-haired girl completely taking advantage of her friend and being really manipulative and gross and being like, aren't you my friend? Like, don't you want to help me practice? And the other girl being like, I don't know what's happening. 
but I don't want to lose my friend. And it's like really gross. Oh no. Also, the I boyfriends is like uh, because brown-haired girl's boyfriend clearly likes her and he's a good boy and like breaks up with her because he's like you're clearly in love with someone else and i want you to figure it out like he's a good boy but black-haired boyfriend is like a real creep and like really gross and manipulative and like knows about their relationship and likes it and it's like really gross and it's just a gross show and please don't watch it all right okay it's really gross it's really really gross I'm glad you're here to interrupt this, Kelly. This is yeah. important. <laughs> also, why is each episode 10 minutes long? It's going to oh. be gross, guys. Oh, no. I just don't watch it. Don't watch it. It's really gross. Blech. Well, Very is there anything that you're excited about, Kelly? Um, Is there anything I'm oh, excited Oh, no. About? Like, is Dive. Uh, like, how do you feel about Dive? <laughs> <laughs> my only note, I actually did write up Dive in my notes because, listen, who am I but predictable is my only note. Um, so Dive is some anime where about a diving club who want to go to the Olympics or something. Um, and I'm not in love with the animation style. And the trailer didn't really intrigue me that much. But I'll still try it out because I do love sports anime. But, like... And I've been so I when I when Free First came out, I thought it was the dumbest thing until I actually watched it. So like I have that precedent. But I've also been excited about shows and been like, this is garbage. Like Prince of Stride or another anime. <laughs> um so uh my reaction is more like distrust. But mm. like like squinty eyes. That's how I feel about it. The squinty eyes. We'll see. I'll give it three episodes and then We'll decide from there. Because it's 12 episodes, right? Or something like that? I Doesn't think so, say. yeah. But it looks like one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. It's going to be my squinty eye anime. <laughs> the one that you hold at an arm's length just because you can't be hurt again. <laughs> um, but uh, something I am unfortunately excited about <laughs> is there's going to be a Haikyuu movie. Um. And I, normally I don't care about Haikyuu movies because they're literally just compilation films, which means that they just take the anime and they just reshuffle it into a shorter format. So it's literally just the Alba Josai match in season two again. But here's the thing, Richard. They, 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 they have the, the, the line in the summary that says, includes bonus footage. And then I saw a leaked like, magazine which showed advertising the poster. Which also, this poster was made specifically to attract me because it's just <laughs> Kageyama, Hinata, Iwaizumi, and Oikawa on it. Which I'm like, oh no, this is all I care about anyway. Uh, but in the magazine leak, uh, it shows clips of Alba Josai and uh, eating ramen together. So now I have to watch it. That's literally, I was like, well, crap. They got me now. So Kelly, are you going? Are you like excited to rewatch this? Or are you mostly just here for the bonus content? I'm literally not going to watch it. I'm just going to skip to the bonus content. <laughs> I hope you enjoy those minutes. Those like five minutes of content and this. Is it going to be more? Like... Yeah, I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it for sure. But it's going to be torture. Um, one thing I want to comment is a lot of people are excited about ballroom anime. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Like, it's been all over my dash of, like, oh, this is going to be amazing. It's an anime about ballroom dancing. Um, and, like, the summary is so weird. It's about... Yeah, and then he becomes a ballroom dancer. And, like, I'd be, like, intrigued by this, except for the fact that, like, their necks. <laughs> Have you seen their necks? Yeah. Their necks are so long. They're, they're giraffe necks, and it's, like, really upsetting to me, and I don't like it. I don't like their necks. Is this going to be by the people like who did Haikyuu? It looks similar art style-wise, mm. but I don't know. Probably. Uh, but, like, I don't know. Haikyuu can sometimes have weird necks, but not, like, consistently. Yeah, it is the same people who do Haikyuu. Okay. I just checked. I just don't like their necks, so I'm not excited. But I'll still probably watch it. like an ostrich. Yeah. It's very upsetting to look at. <laughs> I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. Like, I want to yeah. see how the art is. Because the, the trailer that I saw, like, their dancing looked kind of fun and fancy. Yeah. It looked kind of cool. Like, it looks like it'll be somewhat interesting. I just... I don't know. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. We shall Their see. necks are so long. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I need to switch to something I'm actually excited about. Mm. Uh, I'm excited about uh, Marito Mimajo no Hana. Did you mm. see that? No, I didn't see so, that. So it's a movie. And I thought it was a new Ghibli movie because of the art style. Um, but it's not. It's the first movie from a new studio which is full of Ghibli animators. So, um, but it like looks really cool. It looks, it's like a little witch story. So she's like a witch and the animation looks really pretty. And she like finds this magic flower or something. And I don't know. It just looks like a really fun, cool movie with like that Ghibli aesthetic of like adventure and fantasy and like really detailed backgrounds and like cool characters. So I'm excited about it. What's it called again? Um, Mary and the Witch's Flower is the English trailer, English title. Oh. Ooh, ooh, this that gives off a big old Ghibli vibe. Yeah, it's like, I was like, oh, a new Ghibli movie. Oh, wait, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> wait, it's by Studio cool. Ponuk. Ponuk, which it's, it's their first movie. Oh. So, but the director or something like directed a bunch of, um, he directed a, uh, or he was, yeah, he directed Arietti and um, Marnie when Marnie was here or whatever mm. and, like, was part of Ponyo and um, from Up on Poppy Hill. So a bunch of, you know, Ghibli movies. After Little Witch, like, I am on a witch kick. I know, like, I need like, to see same. some more magic. <laughs> so I'm really pumped about it. I'm excited. I think it'll be fun. I think that's one I'm actually, like, legitimately mm. excited about. There's one that caught my eye. Um, Katsugeki uh, Roken Rambu. Um, yeah. That one, just the art looked really cool. And it's about like time traveling historical revisionists, revisionists wanting to like go back in time and like change the ending of um, the, the samurai era. And like, I don't know, there's time traveling sword fighters. Like that seems pretty rad. But yeah. I wasn't one where I was like, oh man, let's watch this. Right. I just, I didn't feel that for any of the series here. You know? You know what I'm very excited about? Jikan no Shihaisha. I can do this. Jikan no Shihaisha. Um, Jikan no Shihaisha. Yeah. Uh, it's a, the story centers around these 
people called Kronos rulers who like fight time eating demons that appear when people wish they could go back in time. Like, holy macaroni. Like that's the most anime title or anime description I've ever heard of anything. Um, and like the art looks crazy. People are fighting each other. There's a lot of CGI, which like you normally I'm turned off by, but I'm willing to be open-minded about this. And uh, mm-hmm. the characters have weapons like playing cards and water swords. And <laughs> the soundtrack is really jazzy. And this is another one gives, that gives off to me a very Persona vibe. Um, and that brings me excitement. Ooh. I didn't notice this one when I was looking through. Yeah, I'd almost, I almost skipped over it. Um, huh. Cool. Good job, Richard. Ah, I do what I can. The last one I kind of want to talk about is I'm a very predictable person. (laughs) And I know a lot of you may or may not know that I absolutely, with the bottom of my heart, adore mermaids, like, more than anything in this world. They're, like, my favorite. But what people might not know is I also really like centaurs. Oh, my God. (laughs) And so... There is an anime called Centaur no Nayami. And um, I actually have a history with this because I remember a few years ago being in like Barnes and Nobles or something and like in the manga section and seeing this and being like Centaur (laughs) and excitedly opening it and then finding the most boring and generic high school anime ever bullshit stuff happening. And I like, I literally, I remember seeing this in Barnes and Nobles. And I remember reading like three volumes right there because I was just like, whatever. And I have no idea what happens in them because it was the most forgettable garbage I had ever laid eyes on. So am I excited about this show? No. Will I watch it? Probably. Because oh I really like centaurs. <laughs> like I looked at the trailer and I was like, Oh, wow, a centaur girl? That seems hilarious. And, like, it's just her doing normal high school things. Yeah, it's literally, like, the most boring generic thing. She's just a centaur. And there's, like, nothing interesting that happens. And there's, like, demon girls. And there's, like, no audio in the trailer. It's just, like, a music, whatever. It's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, my God. Uh, But I will probably consume most of it. You have to tell me how that is, Kelly, because I'm probably yeah, not going to watch that. Yeah, no, no one watch it. I'm just very desperate for centaur and mermaid content. Oh, are you going to watch Fate Apocrypha? Oh, um, I don't know. Because, so, I love Fate Zero, but I really didn't like Fate Stay Night, and I never, I didn't like Unlimited Blade Works anime either. Mm. So I'm not really into a lot of the Fate stuff, mm. just like Fate Zero. But maybe I'll try it out. Is that coming out this summer? Yeah, in fact, the yeah, first is, episode already came out, yeah. Um, I know Waver's in it. Oh, he is? Well, yeah, because his, um, as his old self. Oh. Um, because I saw a gif with him in it. Oh, man. Oh, I'm, I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. I'll have to see. If I watch it, I probably won't watch it while it's airing. Hmm. I'll probably like marathon it or something. Deaf. But it's probably um, going to be beautifully animated. Did I tell you that I have a friend who is making a Fate Universe board game? <gasps> no. 
I play tested it and I got Gilgamesh and <gasps> I also got Waver and like that was my pairing. Like I got to be a um, a master and a servant and like we had to move around the board and like hide our identities and like it was really fun. I really that liked sounds it. so fun. It was I really play. hard. I died so fast. I want to play. It was very cool. I'll definitely tell you more about. It. But like it was um it's it's really cool. We've been watching Unlimited Blade Works to like learn more about the universe while he mm-hmm. does work on it and it's it's been cool it's been you should fun. talk to a, our resident fate expert oh yes <laughs> she'd probably love to help out with that mm-hmm. um but yeah those are just like that's honestly yeah there's just not that much i'm really that into mm-hmm. that's coming out in the summer the biggest thing is honestly boku no hero continuing <laughs> yay <laughs> um but yeah so kind of lackluster but mm-hmm. a lot of good stuff to make fun of Yay, it's the best thing to do. Yeah. So I guess we move on to the rec room? Yeah, let's go to the rec room. What's Um, your rec for the week, Richard? So I actually ended up, um, I didn't think I'd see this, but I ended up watching Lego Batman. Um, (gasps) I haven't seen it. uh, It wasn't reviewed as well as like the original Lego movie, um, so I didn't really seek it out, but we ended up just watching it because it was um, really cheap on Google Play. And um, it was... It was basically more of the Lego movie, which is why I'm going to say that I really enjoyed it. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, it was beautifully detailed. The animation was great. Um, It had, like, the same kiddish sense of humor where, like, Batman says he has a nine-pack and, like, that's a running joke, which is like, ah, (laughs) we're children. And, like, I really like that. Um, And there was lots of meta-reverential humor that talked about, like, how long Batman's been around and, like, how there have been a bunch of movies with him. And, yeah, it was just, it was very fun and it was... The pacing was kind of weird, so be careful of that when you go and watch this movie. If you watch this movie, that, like, the plot sort of wiggles around a bit and and, and does things you wouldn't necessarily expect. But otherwise, I enjoyed it. And if you want a good, fun movie to watch with, like, friends, when like a, like a light movie, I would definitely suggest this one. I love the Lego movie. I love the Lego movie. It's, really, really good. Watch the Lego movie. <laughs> Oh, this one didn't have Chris Pratt, so like that was kind of like a detractor, but still uh, good. Cry. Well, I didn't I didn't like Batman in the original. Like I always thought it was weird that they made it about Batman. Cuz yeah. like in the original Lego movie, I was just like he's got one joke and it's that like he's really Batman. That's basically the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I'm not a person who really likes the superhero comics or like those shows, mm-hmm. so I guess that's also why I didn't really care to watch the Lego Batman movie. But I'll probably watch it because I still I love the Lego franchise in general. Like I love mm-hmm. the Lego video games. Like those are my favorite. <gasps> yes, those are so much fun. Yeah, I used to play Lego Star Wars. I don't like Star Wars, and I've never really <laughs> watched any of the Star Wars. But I was obsessed with Lego Star Wars uh, a lot when I was younger. On the Wii, it was my favorite thing to play. <laughs> Oh man, the Lego games are great. My rec of the week is wow. I <laughs> so last night, so my friend recommended me this show, and it's called Akka, A C C A. And I remember looking it up and being like, "This looks like the most boring show in the world," because literally all it's talking about is bureaucracy. <laughs> I'm going to read you the summary. <sighs> The kingdom of Doha, which is subdivided into 13 states, is celebrating its monarch's 99th birthday. These 13 states have many agencies that are controlled by the giant organization known as Akka, 
Within Akka, Gene Otis is the second in command of the inspection agency. Oh my His God. agency has 10 people placed in each of the 13 states with a central office in the capital city. <laughs> they keep track of all the activities of Akka across the kingdom and keep data on each state's Akka's office flowing toward the central office. Gene is also often also often has business trips from the capital to other districts to check on the situation and personnel there. Riveting stuff, analysts. Uh. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like such a fun show about bureaucracy? Hmm, <laughs> that's, uh, that's so, a real page turner. But I was told to watch it, and I found out one of the characters is named Kelly, and I was like, well, that's funny. Um, she's not important at all. Um, and I kind of like the art style, so I was like, uh, let's just try it. So my friend and I decided to try it last night, and we watched six episodes because we couldn't stop. Oh. Uh, it is so good. <laughs> oh? So the way that the show works is that it's literally what that, like, that's what's happening, what I just described. But there's a lot of political intrigue in the whole show, and you kind of discover how this world works, and there's a lot of really amazing world building and really great characters. And all the female characters are interesting and not sexualized, and they all have uniforms that basically match the male uniform. Like, it's not gross. Um, and there's just a lot of political intrigue because the actual plot that's not mentioned in this is that there's this rumor that there's going to be a coup d'etat, which hasn't happened for a hundred years. That's why Akka was formed was to prevent coup d'etats. And so like, there's this rumor that a coup d'etat is happening. And the rumor is that the main character is the one starting it. And the entire show, you're like, he's clearly not starting it. But then at the back of your mind, you're like, wait, is he? And it's like, that unreliable kind of narrator thing going on. And like, it's just really fascinating because I don't know who to trust in this world at all. (laughs) Like all the characters are super gray and like, I don't know who's planning this coup (laughs) d'etat. And uh, each district or state has like, it's, is, is autonomous and has its own character. And you kind of like, like there's one called pharmacy where like giant, vegetables are grown and produces 90% of like the food for this country there's like one that's literally so isolated that they're stuck in the 1800s and all the people want to like move past it but the nobles keep it like that because it means they get to stay in power and like that's just being allowed to happen for some reason and it's like it's really fascinating stuff it's really good huh okay cool so don't judge an anime by its summary (laughs) It's terrible, terrible summary. <laughs> um, but I'm only halfway through. I'm going to watch the next half next week, and I'll let you know if it's, like, actually really good. But so far, it's been amazing. Oh, my. And uh, another thing, though, is that so there's – so Annie List has tags that people have tagged the show with, and, like, I don't really understand how they work um, because each tag has then a percentage next to it. So, like, Akka, for example, is tagged politics 100%, and I don't know what that means. <laughs> if that means 100% of the show is politics or like 100 people agree that it's about politics because um, the next one is primarily adult cast 90% police 76% male protagonist 45% and I'm like no it's definitely all a male protagonist like I don't understand it but what intrigues me is one of the tags is shown and I oh. which means that there's a romance between two males but like and like that hasn't happened in the six, so I don't know if this is a tagging error or what, but I'm, I'm like, I'll keep my eyes peeled. But so far, like, it's been just, there hasn't been, 
So I don't know. Uh, definitely let us know because I'm I'm very intrigued and I definitely want to check this out now. No, it's really good. And I really like the art style and the vibe of the whole thing. And the characters are really good. And like the world is shaped like a bird. Oh. It's great. It's like such a fake continent. It's literally just the shape of a bird. Oh my God. And I love the uniforms. I love it. It's been really good. I'm really excited about it. The end. That's my long ass wreck. Sorry. Kelly, I'm so glad you give us these back. I, I got the, the list goes on and on. It's good <laughs> um, but yeah, but I guess that's it. So Richard, maybe we need to thank some people. Yeah, let's thank some people. We want to thank the Fat Rats specifically for letting us use their song Prelude as our theme song. Check out their YouTube page at the link in our description. You can also find us at our website, animatetheworldcast.wordpress.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Also, if you ever want to send us anything our way, you can email us at animattheworldcast at gmail.com. As long as it's nice things. No mean things. Only nice. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I don't know what we'll talk about next week. Actually, Richard, I think, you know what we need to talk about? We haven't oh. talked about, we've neglected to talk about. Oh. Um, MMDs. <gasps> Kelly. Bismimo. <laughs> so maybe right we should talk about that. Go. Absolutely. Oh, I have a compendium that I want to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tune in next week for that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Richard, how do you want to leave us? Uh, I love you all so much. Uh, Okay, well, I'm going to stop that. Uh, Everyone, never forget, a believing heart is magic. And if you believe hard enough, you'll find some good anime out there. (laughs) Good luck with this season. Have a good day. Bye-bye. And I'm Amy. And we host More Research Required, a podcast where we create scientific studies we would do if anyone gave us money to do them. We're asking the real questions. Questions like, does your personality affect whether you believe in horoscopes? Or do hockey superstitions have an impact on the outcome of a game? And how often are people really playing Wonderwall at parties? We discuss prior research, make hypotheses, and speculate wildly about what we would do with unlimited funding. Catch more research required every other Sunday on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are sold.